everybody. Welcome to Two Guys Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelicoon. You were listening to episode 81 of The Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was Dog as the Main Character Redux, a throwback to the first year of The Spin Chagrin that ended up heavily animal-slash-dog-focused. So, Frank, um, bringing it back, what did you come up with for Dog as the Main Character Redux? Um, So I tried to get clever, and I just ended up fucking myself. Mm. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Um. I watched a full-length movie, I watched a short film, and I have a tale of woe and regret that involves falling asleep twice and zoning out in a 59-minute movie, so. That is, that's a lot, that's, you weren't kidding, that's a lot to go through. Yeah. Um, Before you get started, I will just say, I hope that we are not, like, we are testing out new equipment tonight, I hope we're not, like, destroying anyone's ears or stereo equipment um with our voices when you turn this on i will be like probably uh messing around with levels a lot after we get done with this tonight so i apologize if there is any audio issues whatsoever um we'll have it sorted out by next week if so all right frank what do you I got? plan i plan to start singing pantera soon just randomly yeah that'll test out your you want a parent you on a pantera kick now no 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 i just uh, really enjoyed hearing walk again yeah when Rob Van Dam came out on or Dynamite, right? I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One of the 18 television shows they have, sure. It's fine. I was watching Being the Elite today after watching like two hours of Hey EW. Fucking Mark. On YouTube. <laughs> I know. I've done an ultra mark now. <laughs> you, you've created this. I I did. Let's start with the full length movie because that's the Instagram movie because... Okay. I don't really think you could do a spin chagrin on a 13 minute short. And I actually watched all of this. So we're going to start with a movie that I knew existed, but I had put off watching for a long time because I'm a real big fan of the source material. And I figured this would be like disappointing. Um, that is 2011's um, American action horror comedy, Dylan dog colon dead of night. Um, it stars uh, Brandon Ruth. Um, a bunch of other people, uh, including Kurt Angle as a vampire. Oh, or as, okay. a, as a werewolf, a werewolf. I'm sorry. Um, also, Peter Stormare as his father, Kurt Angle's father, as a werewolf as well. Mm. Um, and Tay Diggs as a unctuous vampire. Mm. Um, unctuous, yeah. It's based on the Italian, um, comic series of the same name, Dylan Dog. Mm. Um, where the Italian series is like thoughtful and introspective and kind of melancholy and really like explores like some dark psychological themes. Um, this is an action horror comedy, uh, with an emphasis on action. Um, and it's really fucking awful, but, uh, (laughs) let's, let's, let's get to it. So the premise is that Dylan dog is like, um, I don't know, any number of other, uh, like sort of real world set horror and protagonists where he's a guy that used to dabble into the occult, but he's kind of put it aside because his wife was murdered by a vampire. So now he's just a regular um, private investigator. Uh, He works with this guy, Marcus, who's like his kind of like happy go lucky assistant. Mm -hmm. Um, They get a call to go investigate uh, killing a murder. Um, and it turns out that the man, this guy that was killed, was killed by um, some sort of beast that Dylan Dog deduces was a werewolf. Uh, the guy's daughter's like, please just help me out. Like, I don't know who else to turn to. And he's like, nah, I don't deal with vampires anymore. I don't deal with, like, you know, the supernatural anymore. Um, but then, like, almost immediately, Marcus gets killed by a werewolf or a vampire. Or something. Yeah. something okay. kills Marcus. <laughs> um, I don't remember. You know, uh, I don't remember. Um, so Dylan goes to Peter Stormare, who's this werewolf patriarch that he's kind of friends with, and there, like there's voiceover narration by Brandon Ruth the entire time. Mm. I think I'm on record as saying that I really like Brandon Ruth as an actor, and I think he's probably yeah. like a pretty decent dude. He is fucking abysmal in this movie. Mm. There is it's just stone faced, um, what is the room? It's so his character in um 
uh, Scott Pilgrim is like a parody of the ultra serious, like right hyper woke vegan, right? Sure. So Dylan Dog is a parody of that parody. So whereas that's an actual parody, this is like almost 180 degrees of a parody where it's like kind of just a real person but it's 100 percent a parody because it's nowhere near like any kind of real human emoting well here's the thing he can't emote like he's really charming and he's a really nice guy but he can't emote yeah like not as a real human being dylan thinks that the werewolves are responsible but you know peter stormari gets really pissed off and then kurt angle attacks him in the basement but (laughs) Um, he's got uh, he's got silver brass knucks, so he punches Kurt Angle in the face with his brass knucks and kind of like calms him down. Um, and they're like, "Hey, the werewolves don't have anything to do with this killing." And um, then it turns out that Peter Stormari ends up dead, and uh, what's his name is like, "Hey, Tay Diggs is like, hey, you guys got the heart of." the heart of Belial and we want it and need the key to unlock this devil to come whatever blah 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 so a whole bunch of shit where like they're fighting each other and they're trying to find this key but nobody knows where the key is but then it turns out that the girl the, the daughter of the guy that died he was actually like a Van Helsing type and like she's in following in his footsteps so she starts like trying to fight all the monsters and then um Dylan Dog and Marcus oh Marcus comes back to life as a zombie. I forgot to say that part, like after he gets like attacked. Of course. Like he dies, but then he like rises as a zombie. So there's a bunch of like zombie like jokes, quote unquote. Mm. Um comedy. So then Tay Diggs, he kidnaps um Elizabeth or whatever, the, the girl, and he locks traps Dylan and Marcus in this tomb. Um, because they're going to use, they're going to turn her into a vampire and, and sacrifice her to resurrect this demon that Tay Diggs will have control over so he can have this demon kill like all the other monster groups and the vampires can rule supreme. Um, but they, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting sleepy just talking about it. <laughs> but then Marcus digs, digs them out of the ground because he's a zombie, so he has this innate ability to dig up through the earth. Um, where he then like there's this really weird like overly long scene where he eats a worm and he likes it because okay. I guess that's what zombies do. Okay. Um. So then they go. They they go to where Belial has the girl trapped, but the girl has stakes hidden behind her back, so she starts like fighting all the vampires. Mm-hmm. Um. But they end up like getting her anyway. Okay. But then she traps Tay Diggs and then uses the heart of Belial, which is like this cross with an eyeball in the middle. She kills, stabs him with it. But mm-hmm. then he becomes like Belial, which is like this big demon. And he's like supernaturally powerful. So she's trying to fight him. And Dylan Dog like stops her and says, hey, like these are innocent undead. Like you can't fuck with them. Um, because he's on the I'm side of like the monster. I'm sorry, the the way you describe like this, I'm just imagining like a like an 11 year old on the playground explaining the story that they came up with. <laughs> that really is what it feels like, right? So then she still wants to be like buddies with Dylan Dog, but he didn't want anything to do with her. Um, but then the demon starts to beat him up, so they get in this fight. There's not really much of a fight because the demon just like punches Brandon Ruth, and he goes flying across obviously the abandoned church that they're having this ritual in. Oh, and it all takes place in New Orleans, um, even though mm. the comic book is set in Britain. Um, this is all in New Orleans, so it's all fucking the stupid-ass New Orleans, like, voodoo-y shit. Um, so then he gets, like, Brandon Ruth gets punched, and he flies up on, like, this balcony, and he's hanging on for dear life, and Elizabeth goes to save him, but then Marcus, like, tries to stop her from saving him, even though Marcus has a vested interest in Brandon and Ruth like living. Um, but it doesn't matter because Brandon and Ruth falls like 25 feet and just like is barely, you know, barely, barely dusted. Um, so then Elizabeth is like, you know, you need to like back off zombie because I'll kill you. And 
she just like a judo flip on him and it rips his arm off. But then he stands up and grabs his arm and hits her in the face with it and says zombie powers, bitch, <laughs> and knocks her out. And like that's mm. um her thing. And then she ends up getting killed. She gets knocked down and the werewolves and zombie werewolves and vampires come together and she's fighting them. And it's kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but not as good. Oh. And when mm-hmm. the vampires turn into vampires, like to bite people, they look exactly like a Buffy vampire. So that's also mm-hmm. super, super awesome callback, right? Um, right. Sure. Anyway, fuck it. She dies. And when she dies, Belial like gets ripped apart. And so he dies and Tay Diggs is left alive at the end. Okay. Um, and then Marcus, or then Kurt Angle's like Dylan Dog. You're a good guy, and we're friends now, buddy, even though we got in a fight earlier. And they shake hands, and I actually didn't realize it was Kurt Angle for the first part of the movie. It wasn't until this one. I was like, man, that dude looks an awful lot like like Kurt Angle. Mm. And I looked it up on um, Wikipedia. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, It is Kurt Angle. Angle. Um, So Marcus and Dylan Dog are walking away, and Dylan's like, yeah. Oh, Marcus pulls something out of his pocket, and Dylan Dog's old business card drops to the ground, which was like a um like a running like gag throughout the movie is that he didn't want anything to do with his old persona Hmm. and mark is like oh my bad i'll throw this away and dylan's like nah i need it to give to my new partner mark is like new partner what me (laughs) and then um fiend you know end scene so that's the dog still a comedy it terrible terrible fucking movie Mm -hmm. and it's all just There's, like, no heart to it, and I think part of the problem is, so, we've actually discussed um, a movie that's a semi-prequel to this movie, in a way. No. Uh-huh. Um, when we talked about Cemetery Man a few years ago. Oh, yeah. All right. Cemetery Man is based on a spinoff comic of Dylan Dog called Delamorte Delamore. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and in actuality, the character of Dylan Dog is based on Rupert Everett, who played um delamore in the in the movie okay um, so they got the rights to make this this movie and instead of setting it in england and having rupert everett play dylan dog which rupert everett still would have been 2010 like a little old but whatever right um they just cast brandon ruth because it's kind of like a white guy with dark hair i guess works um and after the rousing success of superman obviously um nice 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 plug and it coming, coming coming soon coming soon to a <laughs> podcast near you um it made like no money it was a terrible failure yeah. everyone hates this movie um it's funny because you read the italian reviews of this movie and they're actually trying to be nice even though the dylan dog comic book is an italian comic book mm-hmm. um and even they can't like be bothered to be really nice about it. they're kind of just like yeah you know maybe there's some things that are okay but mostly it's just trash <laughs> And they're right, because it is just trash. And I was really disappointed because in a lot of ways it reminded me of something like Cast a Deadly Spell, um, sort of. Okay. Or maybe even uh It's good. Yeah, probably that more than anything. What was that other one that we watched? Lord of Illusions, maybe? It was Lord of Illusions. Yeah, it has like that like detective noir. Yeah, the, the, the whole vibe of like yeah. the, the people getting involved or um Nightbreed even maybe a little bit. Um except it's not as good as any of those. Lord movies. Lord 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 of Illusions. Yeah. Lord of Illusions. You could have stopped there. I actually think Cast a Deadly Spell is probably the better Yes. Agreed. The better analogy. It also reminded me a lot. It actually reminded me more of um what was that TV show that you and I both watched for a little bit that was set in like Canada with the Fae? And it was like the chick that was part succubus and Yeah, right. Human. What 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 was that called? Was that called Fae? No, I don't think so. We watched like it was like three seasons. We both watched yeah. like the first two and a half seasons of it and then just quit. Um anyway, very similar to that yeah. tone. Where like the monsters are kind of the good guys in some ways, but some of them are actually bad and there's factions involved and 
a bunch of, it's just it's a pastiche of a bunch of things but that's not what the comic book's about at all the comic book is very horror centric but also very like lost girl is the name of lost it. girl right thank you um horror centric but also very like psychotropic and like it's just about like trauma and fear and like what people are afraid of and like some of the better hellraiser or hellblazer um episodes or issues mm -hmm. so all these things that it could have been like and would have been good but instead it was what it was which was bad <laughs> like a bad episode of angel i would say right right hmm Sorry, I'm thirsty. This water is delicious. <laughs> yes. Good water. Um, I would say it's like a seven and a half on the okay. screen. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It sound it sounds pretty bad. Did you say yeah, you said soulless? Yeah, it just sounded empty and kind of childish. Like somebody watched something good and was like, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna like opened up a book, saw the name Belial. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what else did you watch? I had this grand idea. I had like six dog movies saved, but I just it things just don't work out the way you think they're going to. Nothing ever um, does. And then I wanted to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie yesterday, so I said I did that. Right. <clears throat> Far more rewarding than uh anything I watched for the Spin Sugar and tell you that. Um, so I watched this uh, short film called Doggy Style, um, 2010, 13-minute um, short, directed by a woman named Emmanuel Sapolsky. Um, it stars Zin Wang, who's the woman, and Adam Lim, who's a man, and they're both Asian. And then Natalie Weta. Uh, where'd you find this at? It was just on Tubi. I don't know. Oh, I okay. Just searched, right. I searched dog on Tubi, yeah. and this is what happens. <laughs> um. So the prem and number one, this this short film that lasts exactly thirteen minutes, and that's with about two minutes of like end credits, felt like it was like thirty two minutes long. It was interminable. Um. So this old woman goes into a, a pet store, and she's got her little like Pekingese. And instead of a leash, she has a rope tied around its neck or around its collar. I'm sorry. That'd be awful if it was around its neck. And the woman behind the counter is like, hey, Miss So-and-so, Miss Grunbaum, what you need? And she's like, oh, I need a leash for my dog. And she's like, that's crazy because all of our leashes are sold out. And then Miss Grunbaum's like, what? Back in my day, such and such and so and so, and crazy, you don't have a leash. And so the woman behind the counter is like, oh, let me tell you the, the crazy story about how we don't have a leash. And she's like, oh, tell me the story. So apparently the fucking story is that these two Asians are in love with each other, a man and a woman, and they can't get their schedules to match on their Blackberries. Um, So the one woman's like, the, they're like they they're post coitus in bed and the woman's like i want to see you tonight and the man's like oh i can't do tonight i got that thing out of town he's like i want to see you tomorrow night oh i can't do tomorrow night because i got that thing like over across town oh wednesday i got something and thursday i got yoga and friday i got the thing with the boys and she's like oh well saturday blah 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 so she gets mad at him and they leave like they they part ways post coitus and then so confused already the next for a 13 scene, minute short right well, there's a lot of talking that's happening at this point you should go watch it actually <laughs> so then um she's like there's a knock at her door and she opens her door and she's dressed all like like sexy like in like a black like i don't know like little black dress or whatever and it's him and he's got a dog collar that says, I, I love New York. And he's like, whatever I do, just go with it. And he puts the dog collar around his own neck and he hands her the leash and he says, give me your phone. And he puts in 24 hours on the alarm on her phone, like sets a timer for 24 hours. Okay. And he's like, for the next 24 hours, I'm your dog and I'll follow you everywhere. Because I guess that's what like proves his love for her. So then for the next like, 
two point four minutes. You got to watch them going around and doing like sassy New York things. Um, <laughs> well, like, just tell me what a sassy New York thing is. Like, oh, we're walking down the street, like rocking our shoulders, and there's a fence, and we get to the fence, and the girl leans over it, and the guy makes a little frowny face, and it pans down, and it says "No dogs," so he can't lean on the fence because he's a dog. Then they're walking around and they get to like these people on the street and people are giving them like, wow, like looks from over their shoulder. Like, oh, my God, what's mm-hmm. going on here? And you get the you get the voiceover from the chick working in the dog store. And she's like, this is a trend that wouldn't have lasted minutes in any other place. But th- this is New York where everyone's like, hey, let's try the new crazy thing. I swear to God, it's like the worst depiction of human beings in relation to their geographic position I've ever seen. Like it makes all New Yorkers seem like toolboxes. I don't know. It's just it's bad. So then Yeah, I never want to go to New York again now. No, so then they go to this hipster party that's full of all these beautiful people. There's okay. like a beautiful gay couple and a beautiful lesbian couple. And then there's these two that are Asian, and then there's the older white couple. Then there's a couple black people over here, but I don't think they were a couple, but they were still there. Because mm-hmm. like it's it's ethnic, you know, it's vibrant. It's right. A melting it's pot, New York. which is what New York is, right? And everybody's like, "Hey, I like this collar." So then people start taking off like accoutrements and elements of clothing and putting them around their like their ascots. Like, yeah, there's an ascot involved. <laughs> there's a belt. There might be a tie. Maybe oh, there's like wait, a hold on. Cord. Does somebody have a belt around their neck? I'm. The... Oh, yeah, they're yeah, just... they put... oh oh okay. They're just taking off random pieces of right, clothing right, right. like the wife is like give me your belt and puts it around her husband's neck she's like oh you're my dog so <laughs> this is why there's no God leashes God and then i i texted this to the two of you um with like no context or something that <laughs> fuck how does it said <laughs> that was just the beginning but it all started that no oh on. that line yes i gotta read the exact line because it was terrible it's wrong wrong text thread <laughs> i don't think i have to go back too far it it should it shouldn't be that far back i don't think um that was how it all started but it was only the beginning mind you man. This line is said like 11 minutes into this 13 minute short. Um, so then, uh, sales girl is basically just like, Yeah, now everybody wants leeches because Elise shows love. And the old woman's like, Bah, what will you kids think of next? And they talk about how love is more powerful than money. I don't know, it's terrible. Um, and then it shows that the two Asian people are still together. And, oh, no, no, at the end of the night, they go, and he's looking all crestfallen. Um, And, like, oh, the 24 hours is over. Like, he's turn, going to turn into a fucking pumpkin or some shit Um, if he leaves. But he leaves, and then the girl, like, comes after him and takes the leash and puts it around her neck. And now it's illustrating that it goes both ways, and they can be each other's dogs. And that's what doggy style is. That's and that's the end of the end of the short. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh my god, it's really bad. So it's like it's like you know you get to own each other. Like that's that's what the lesson yes. is here. It's it is the lesson. Well, the lesson the lesson is that you can't have a modern relationship without a little bit of forced slavery, <laughs> or the idea that okay you're someone else's pet. And that you have to be so tight. Like, here's the thing that really pisses me off. So they're going through their schedules and talking about how they can't do anything. The woman has yoga on Thursday night. How fucking long is it? Like a marathon, like six hour yoga. I mean, it's usually like, like an hour, or like, and him... then go go on a date. Like, right. you know, you don't have to see each other every day. Like, stop being so fucking codependent. You goddamn weirdos. Like, right. He's like, I gotta go out with the boys. So, do you it's think like... it's a statement on? No. On relationships, I, I, or is this like their statement of what it should be? I don't know if I have an answer to that. I I think it's, I think it's just meant to be like quirky, like hey, 
love in the modern age, right? Wah, 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 you know? Do you think it's like a, some kind of like subtle, like pro BDSM like theme or something going on? Or no, you, no. It's just all metaphor. Oh, that's the last scene. I forgot. Yeah. So the last scene is How's these, it end? Two, these two French people. Uh -huh. It's a woman wearing a dominatrix outfit yep. and a man wearing like a BDSM, like a ball gag and a gimp mm -hmm. mask. Uh huh. And he gets up, and looks out the window, and he's like, "That man, that woman has that man on the leash. People in this city are fucking sick." And it's like that's the that's the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. So the idea being that the fetishists can recognize that the disgusting nature of what you just witnessed in this movie, right? Right. But it's supposed to be like heartwarming and right. You know, that's weird. It's a weird ending. I think I think the major like takeaway from this movie you're supposed to get is that you have to sacrifice something of yourself to watch this in order <laughs> well, yes. But at least it only lasts for a few minutes. Um you have to sacrifice something of yourself to you know, like kind of like get along in the modern age in terms of um love and affection and you know, commitment, sure. like you gotta you gotta give up a little bit to get a little bit and whatever. Quid pro quo okay. love. Like yeah, I mean that's it's weird to use the dog collar shit for it, but okay. Or and dog 13, analogy. Only thirteen minutes long is we've talked about this movie it. longer than the thirteen minutes it was on. Yeah, you could have watched it in this time. I know. But you were better off just listening to me describe Agreed. it. Agreed. Because hopefully it was more I usually am for these kind of things. Yeah. I don't watch shorts too much, but I think I might try to find a short film from now on to toss in with like the longer spin chagrins because mm. it doesn't take me any time, but it feels like it does. So <laughs> right. to wit, I, I would say that like this next movie was also my attempt to do this, watch a shorter film just to kind of like get one in so I could have more to talk about. Yeah. Um, maybe one of the worst things I've ever seen. So, okay, I'm gonna read you. So I'm gonna first of all tell you that I started watching this movie, and again, 59 minutes long. Uh -huh. I fell asleep maybe like eight minutes in, and then I woke up. I was like, oh well, I guess I can just keep watching it. I fell asleep again. <laughs> Look, you can't even talk about it. Oh my god, it's so bad. Like 10 minutes after that, and then I woke up with like I don't know a half hour left, and I just kind of like looked at my phone and um, did some things, went and started dinner, and then it was just over. <laughs> and I figured that that was that. So I'm going to read you the summary off of IMDb. Okay. Michelle and Amelia have been running the DDC, which is Doggy Daycare. I'm sorry, I'm burying the lead. The name of the movie <laughs> is Doggy Daycare. Okay. Since their parents passed away, they have many pets live with them, but Mutt remains a street dog. When they run out of finance for the Doggy Haven and emotions boil, they formed some risky ideas to save the place. Their attempts to recruit a famous former owner fail, so they must think even further outside the box. Mutt leads the pack of unique dogs against all obstacles, including an on-the-edge dog catcher with an obsession for Mutt. The love between the dogs and Michelle keeps them strong when they come up against bullies and horrible people against them. The evil cat baron ramps up the difficulty anyway so he can include hypnotizing and also helping the dog catcher. Amelia sets up a chance for them to be on a show shot at the DDC, but things go terribly wrong when Michelle's health issues put her life on extreme danger. I don't mm. remember any of that shit happened. I just remember some talking <laughs> dogs. What the hell? Yeah, so mm. I'm probably not ever going to go back and watch that. Sure. FYI. Um, Man, is... Oh, there's six years reviews. Okay. I thought there was just one, and it was like... Because the only one I saw was I watched this with my five year old because she loves dog movies, but this was so subpar that even she was bored. The movie had everything wrong with it horrible acting, bad camera angles, ridiculous storyline. I could go on and on. It truly is terrible. Don't waste your time with this one. The title of that review is A Waste of Film and Resource. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> oh, I love the resources it gets thrown in in that title. Yeah. And then here's another admission. I did start watching another short one. Okay. Um, and I actually got through some of this, but it was just too terrible for me to watch. 
Um, and that was called um and also it didn't fit the thing because the dog was not the central character. Mm. Um although technically in the two movies I watched, it was the right. only person pretending to be a dog was the central character. Right. Um It was called Dognapped, and it was about this crazy dog catcher that was, like, kidnapping the dogs, and this group of plucky youngsters mm-hmm. um, who were all tweens that were trying to get over their obsession with, like, make-believe. Um, I mean... It was pretty bad. I don't know. Ju- judging from reviews and money earned, they did not get over Anything? Uh, no, of course not. Oh shit! There's a sequel to it somehow, though. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened at the end. Right. Well, it's it's a holiday. Dog napped. Hound for the holidays. Hound for the holidays. Yes. Yes. Then somehow it came out eight years after the original. This is just like using the name. Like and like came up with the subtitle, I think, because it, this dog map already existed. That has to be it. Yeah. Okay. That's got to be it. This isn't a sequel. Sorry. Are any of the um, principles from the original in it? Um, I'm looking. Um, different director, writers, producers, and. No, I think this uh, Hound for the Holidays is like some sort of like Hallmark shit or something. There's a gay fox, isn't it? Um, and I think that's what she does now is like whatever. What's the other one? Hallmark and what? I don't remember. Lifetime? Lifetime, yeah. I think she does that kind of stuff now. So um, it's labeled as a mystery romance. Hound, hound for the holidays. Well, when this a, is kind of a mystery too. When an egotistical social media influencer's dog is shockingly kidnapped, her long-suffering assistant teams up with a charming local vet to find the puppy before Christmas. As the two investigate suspects, they form a romantic bond along the way. Yeah, that's definitely like some sort of like Hallmark stuff. So yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with it. They just threw in Hound for the Holidays. That's really good, actually. So that ends your adventures with the dogs this time? Yeah, that was it. That was all. Dylan Dog. And I know that the I know the disappointment is going to be that I didn't watch right. like an Airbud movie. But I wasn't going to give you fucks that um that satisfaction. Like I've watched enough of the Airbud universe in the past. Like two years of my life where I why are you why are you lumping me into this? I told you I I told you I know but person shot, that I don't I don't your I didn't shot care. Freud would have still I been didn't there. care. Sure, maybe. I but I I don't care. I, I I prefer something different. I like I like the twist on Dylan Dog Frank Dog. Well, I've wanted to watch Dylan Dog for. Yeah. I have actually have not wanted to watch Dylan Dog. I'm not <laughs> but here it was right. Staring you right in the face. <clears throat> now I like the twist. Um, all right. Let's see here. So, oh, I guess I need to delete that shit real quick. You want to spin the wheel and see what you get for next week? Let's do it. All right. I hope I. I hope I can fit my movie in. Okay. Okay. Uh, you have a movie in mind, you're saying? I have a movie I want to watch. Okay. Oh, that's so loud. To be original. Ain't happening happen now. The category for next week is to be original. And you have a lot. Mm-hmm. I have heard recently, rumor through the interwebs, is that there's actually some ones that might, might actually be good. Yeah, I've watched a couple good 2B originals. Didn't we do a 2B original recently on this venture grin? Yeah, I think we did, maybe. I can't and I was remember. really like impressed that it was... Who remembers things, right? Was it, amen, you're using my lines <laughs> against me. 
Um, I don't fucking remember shit. I barely remember today. I actually just added a to be original to my um to my watch list. Here's what's gonna happen. What's I'm that? just set, I'm setting down some ground rules right now. Okay. If by the time we get to the end of this year's spin chagrins, I have not found a category that fits the movie I want to watch. The last spin chagrin is just me getting to watch the movie I want to watch. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. That's fine. I mean, I'm also open to you just watching the movie you want to watch and talking about it. No. Yeah. At least TV Originals has its own category. Yes, it does. Yeah, they're trying to push that. Um Oh, here's I, one. Here's one I thought about watching. I'm not gonna watch this now. What? Um but it made me laugh when I saw it. So the movie is called Deadly Dilf, D-I-L-F, which is dad I'd like to fuck, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A harmless flirtation between a college freshman and the hot dad next door turns deadly when the young girl becomes obsessed with him and tries to destroy his marriage. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of tributes. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. it's It's all like, I don't even know how to say this. Do you want me to? Do you want me to help you? Um, yeah, I, I saw I saw an article yesterday, um, interviewing Pam Greer, um, about, um, like part of like the aim of the Tubi original, um, uh, like output, like that they're doing and stuff like that with some of their production partners, and uh, she was kind of talking about it positively as she sees that like you know it's allowing like more finally allowing like you know crime genre to allow more black voices in it um is like one of like kind of like the the goals so it is um a lot of um black crime movies um that are on there but they all tend to skew towards like uh uh let's see here what can i say like let's let me pull this up uh no i don't want to play that uh safe word when a newlywed couple decides oh, I to just open added, their I, I just added a safe word to my watch list. Right. <laughs> <laughs> open their relationship. The wife quickly realized her husband is a distant monster whose fetishes may destroy her. Yeah, that, I, I um, put that on Sounds there. amazing. Um, I have it on watch my it. watch list, too. Yeah, watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruined so, it. so, yeah. So, there's, like, a lot of, um, you know, there's, like a like, a picture, a box cover of a woman holding like her index finger up to her mouth um like oh that's 14 box covers right and it's like and and, and there's two guys on either side of a crack like she's shown through a cracked window um or a cracked wall maybe i can't tell and then there's two guys on either side and the title of it is surprise thriller drama nice so um, you know what yes. it reminds what it reminds me of is um we used to go to borders um once a week um, and buy books and I would buy movies and, you know, mm -hmm. and in the fiction section of borders near uh, the second. So fiction started on the left wall and that was like a B through like maybe F or E. And then when you circled around into the next section, it went all the way around to like R, I think, or something. Mm hmm. I don't remember like what authors were there, but in the middle of that section, there was an island of books, like one of those like center islands with like a bunch of books in it. Right. And that, that was African-American voices. Mm -hmm. And all the covers of those books remind me of all of the to be originals that I got in front of me right now that I'm flipping through. <laughs> right. And I wonder if I wonder if a lot of these were those books um, that are like, yeah, adapted? like adapted. Right. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of others. There's a lot of horror on here. Um, there was a lot of, like, stalker psycho horror in those African-American voices. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's just a lot of, like, you know, like, non, like, black horror and stuff. Oh, here's on one here. Here's one that takes place in the outback. Give it to me. <sighs> Love me that Australian horror. Right. There, there's a whole Butch and Sundance like series of movies that are on that are to be originals. They redid Terror Train and their sequels. Like there's a there's a remake and sequels to Terror Train on to be originals. 
There's a there's one that I have saved on there that I'm going to watch at some point called Marry Fuck Kill. But the fuck oh, I is saw like, that. But the, yeah, that's yeah. It's, yeah. Right. Has the little asterisks. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I started watching one of the worst series I by started watching. I mean, like I watched three episodes um, falling asleep. But um, Meet Mary Murder. It is Michelle Trachtenberg series. Oh, I see it. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah. Detailing um, passion gone wrong. Um, true life stories. She's the worst host of all time. So Meet Mary Murder is sandwiched between a movie called Shark Side of the Moon. <laughs> yes. Uh, decades ago, the USSR developed unkillable sharks and launched them to the moon. Now a team of U.S. astronauts will endure the fight of their lives. Yes. It's like, I really want to know what the logic, you know, like the Soviets are like, let's spend all these money on these immortal sharks and then put them on the moon because one day that shit's going to be funny. Yeah. Yes. I, the, it, no, oh, this, and then this is a the gold other, mine. You could do a spin chagrin just on this category. The other movie um, is called Bury the Bride. Yes. And that's directed by uh, Rob Zombie's brother. Oh. Oh. Okay. And has some of the people from um, the Halloween movies in them. Huh. I'm going to actually watch that. Oh, I have to watch it soon. It's expiring in five days. Oh. What? Tubi Originals are going off Tubi? Doesn't, isn't that crazy, isn't it? Man, Bride to be these Jews. streaming wars are run amok. Well, no, they're pro- it's probably going to go somewhere else because I noticed a lot of those Tubi originals end up on like Prime. Mm. Bride to be June's bachelorette party turns deadly when her bloodthirsty fiance and his friends show up to crash the party. Yeah, I hope his her bloodthirsty fiance is a vampire and not just like a serial killer because maybe you should have thought about that, you know. Dude, you need to you need to scroll down a little bit more and um pass that and look for first person shooter and look at that cover. Cuz it looks like we're in the same order that we're looking like viewing things. It's a couple rows below that. <clears throat> You're killing me though cuz now I feel like I'm skipping past some things that I might Oh, I see it. Oh, that's oh. a great cover. <laughs> doesn't that doesn't that like video like that footage there look like it's like um one of those like CD-ROM live action games from like 1997? It looks amazing. <laughs> On the cusp of a much anticipated release, the head of a video game company finds his life is being hacked and yes. slowly destroyed by a mysterious coder. I know. It's amazing. He's an evil coder. Wow. You got tons of shit, man. Like, there's so much, so many 2B originals have come out just in the past, like, four months since this shit started. Um, Branded right. and brainwashed inside NXIVM. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm going to watch that, though, because that's a documentary. And I'm not allowed to watch documentaries for the spin chagrin. Uh, yeah, good job. Yeah, you're right. All right, I'm going to have you watch uh Oh wow. Trailers. Here's a movie called Hellblazers. I'm actually I'm going to watch this spoiler. Okay. Um in the 1980s Southwest, a satanic cult bent on unleashing hell on earth conjures a demon that its members must feed with a small town's residents. It stars Bruce Stern, Billy Zane, and Tony Todd. That is that's, a fucking cast. That's Whoa. Yes. I'm going to watch the shit out of that movie. I don't blame you. I only got to watch a couple movies for this Friday's um, uh, actual podcast. So, podcast, yes, yeah, really? No, okay, cool, yeah. So, um, yeah, Are you gonna run wild on Tubi Original? I think I might. Okay, Titanic six 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 in Espanol. Fuezas oscuras. De la profundidades suben a la superficie, aterrizando a todo soboro el Titanic 3 y amenizan a repetir uno de los mayores decesares de la historia. All right, you said you want to watch horror trailers? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Rather than... 
Titanic trace. Normal movie trailers. <clears throat> oh. Right. So I'm 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 going to sh- we're going to start with one here that I know you have seen, but we need to talk about it. Um because I want to actually other than just like one random text, I want to hear your your thoughts on this thing. So All right, I'm watching. All right. <clears throat> This is Exorcist. The Exorcist. Oh my God! Morning, Catherine. God, I hate you. <laughs> and here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine. It's about seven hours ago, and that's the last. So, had you heard about this before the trailer? No, it was completely surprising to me. Okay. In more the, ways than one. Because the mother from the first movie is is in this, and yeah, that, yeah. it got some press. I so I wasn't sure. I kind of avoid the press. Yeah. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. Mmm. 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 You got these two girls. <laughs> oh my god. What'd you say? I didn't say nothing. What's what's your problem with this so far, Frank? It's creepy, right? No, there's nothing creepy about this shit. Come on. Why not? Tell me. I need to... This is the most hackneyed. I forgot I was supposed to be commenting on this. So I was trying not to pay attention to it. This is the most hackneyed fucking bullshit. So. Dead horse? It, first of all, is just obsessed with the idea that, like, children are scary. Come on. Blood covered girl? Like, yeah, walking into body church. In the blood? The body in the blood. Saying the body in the blood. With the, the demon voice. <laughs> oh, the Jacob's ladder cuts. Uh-huh. It was scary. No, but there are people. We have run our course with exorcism movie. You know what? I will sing the praises of the next exorcism movie that even comes close to being like. Yes, I'll I'll tell you if I ever think it comes out. Scary or interesting. I watch them all. I was gonna say you're watching them, not me. Exorcism right. is a ritual. Every culture, every religion. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the good one. It's going to take all of them. If there were as many extra like possessed people as exist in the movies, we would know somebody that was possessed by the devil at some point. <laughs> like you would have like met someone like, oh yeah, my fucking cousin. Right. My my cousin was possessed. I mean I don't know. You don't watch the dead files like I do, so no, you're right. There's all kinds of people possessed. Drip, drip, drop. Yes. Catherine's heartbeat. They're beating in sync. Huh? Oh, now, oh, now, now you get the Texas Chainsaw shit. Right. Yeah. Everything's so fucking unoriginal and yeah, derivative. This, this in particular, because it's a hundred percent like we. What, what was what, the last possession? Is that the movie we watched a couple years ago? Battletoad Overload almost started playing on autoplay. <clears throat> is the last possession the one that we watched where it's, it's like the the guys are like the faking the possessions and they have a like a web show? Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember if that's the name of it or not. I actually thought that one was pretty interesting because you were unsure the entire time. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. Yeah. I still wouldn't sit there and say, like, you know, it's great, but, like, it was different enough to, I think, be watchable and right. entertaining. You yeah, know? I agree. Um. <clears throat> all right. So I'll show you before I really hurt you. Um. I'll show you one here. It might not be that bad. Um, this is uh, called... It's a horror comedy, kind of. Um, called Nandor Fodor and the Talking Mongoose. Um, <clears throat> is it about Ricky Tiki Tavi? <laughs> it's... I mean, it It should be. Um, Alright. You say it's called Nandor Fodor? Nandor Fodor. Dr. Nandor Fodor. There you go. You Almost parapsychologist. I am not a skeptic. This is the strangest case I have ever encountered. 
A family living in a farmhouse claim a talking mongoose lives in their barn. The creature's name is Jeff. What do you think about them? What do you think about her? I'm okay with it so far. Yeah. Family are peculiar. Did you observe this creature? No. No. I did hear it. Good cast. Going to the Isle of Man. I have almost 20 years. I, I, this really is based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, I know this. I know this, um, case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean he ain't here. I see. The daughter is Bogantriloquist. Dr. Fodor has a tremendous skepticism. Indeed. <laughs> this is an inexplicable farce. Let's say the wee rascal is probably watching us right now. Everybody on this island has their Jeff story. Tell me yours. You and I both know. There ain't no Jeff. Yeah, you can tell. Um, Good cast. Well, well directed, you can tell from the trailer. Can you tell him to come out so we can see him? Is that him, there? What is the Irving's motive? It strike me as con artists. We hear with our eyes as much as we do our ears. These people are lying. I think he exists. Yeah, I really, I like the look of this a lot. Yeah, I do too. Just show yourself. I mean you no harm. Please. Jeff! Yeah. Just show me the truth. I think Cyan Peg's really underrated. game and doing the the voice of them yeah i'm no. um i'm on board yeah no i thought it looked really good when i was like going through like car trailers um yesterday but yeah um <clears throat> i think cyan peg's really underrated like i know he yeah. put in a lot on shit like a lot of shit he'll phone it in but <clears throat> i think when he's like really trying um he comes off pretty well. All right, so let's see, you got something, got something that might be interesting. And now, um, now something that is not. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. So now we are going to watch the salt ten trailer. Oh my god. The cancer is still spreading. I'm afraid there's nothing else we can do. Uh-oh. There is one person who might be able to help. Our program. Who's starring in this, Frank? Treatment outside Mexico City. What? Who's starring in this movie? She saved my life. I wasn't... I don't know who that face was. You're in very good hands with us. Who's the cancer patient? After that, what happens then? Is it... What's his name? I can't remember his name. Yeah, John Kramer. There you go. According to these scans, the tumor was never removed. How much time do I have? Months, at best. I still have a lot of work that needs to be done. Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell, yeah. So it wasn't successful without him. Now they got to bring him back. Hello, everyone. And it's a flashback, I guess. You all pretended to cure me, but what I have planned for each of you is very real. No, not a flashback. It's happening. He he was dead though, right? I don't watch these movies. I don't know. Yeah, he was dead. He's just old now. But trust me. But I think this is a flashback to like before he died of cancer, because that was the whole thing. What is this music? Oh yeah, you're right. Of all the men to cheat, you pick John Kramer. Please don't hesitate. Place a big enough piece of yeah, they just can't hide his age now. Into the glass enzyme tank. 
This will save your life. As bad as the like re kind of reboot or like reimagining of Saul was, so much better than just going back to the well here with this. Do you think so? I actually think this looks better than anything I've seen from the last like several. I think it's the same shit. It looks a little more like cinematically interesting, I think. I oh, know. okay. You mean actually looks? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Like, okay. Like, uh, I keep trying to play play Battletoad Overload on me. It's Orion secretly. I know. Like, I'll, I'll watch it later. Ghost in the Shell, man. Trying yeah. to... His shell is mechanical found toast. <laughs> and that toast is Battletoads. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, Saul. So you're not gonna watch Saul Ten then? Uh, might watch Saul Ten. There's like six other saws I would have to watch to get to that point. I think <laughs> so, or maybe not because he dies in like the fourth one, right, or something like that. So like this is a, kind of technically takes place before that. So you could just. So here's the thing about me as a horror movie aficionado is that I'm okay. a colossal snob about certain things. Yeah, and I just have no interest in going and watching any Saul movies. Okay. I just don't find anything interesting about him, I guess. I so. agree. I mean, watching the first Saw in the theater, though, was really fun. Like, in a in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. That was enough. <laughs> we, saw, we saw Saw 3, too, in the theater, right? I think so. We saw yeah. at least one or two of the sequels. All right. Give so, me my fourth trailer. Come on. Uh... Here we are watching The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, yeah. I, uh, okay. Have, have you watched this already? A number of times, yeah. I'm super stoked for this movie. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? I think this movie looks like it could be, like, absolute trash, but the idea is interesting enough. Um, because you're a mark for... um, What's his face? I'm a mark for reimaginings of classical horror stories... With, like, a different take on the whole thing. And, you know, most, like, traditional, like, Dracula, Nosferatu movies, they have, like, a very brief period on the boat, but it's not, like, the whole thing about the boat voyage. And I think there's something kind of fascinating about the idea of... Oh, the boat, oh, the boat stuff? Just the vampires stalking the crew in, like... Like, how are they going to do it where they keep it interesting for enough time during their voyage where you know maybe I'm a person of little faith but I think I know the answer to that that they're not going to right yeah you're probably right <laughs> but it's interesting enough of an idea because it's never been done before in the sense that you know I'm... right to actually see the horror aspects the stalking aspects and yeah. stuff like that yeah right but you love that like sequence of Nosferatu, the Herzog version. Like, oh, I do. The I, idea I, of like, him and the ship and everything. Yeah, I love the idea of the ship. I think that it's... Yeah. Um, yeah. I Like, if you think about it from Stoker's perspective, it's like... He's creating this environment where it's a modern conveyance. You know, the idea of, like, transatlantic travel or whatever. Or right. just even going across the channel. I don't know. Like, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Slowed down. World is a vampire. In night it drinks our blood. <laughs> he is here. We call him Dracula. In case you didn't know. <laughs> He's coming! <laughs> The size of that thing. Uh, See, I, okay, so I don't read. listen. Don't don't listen to the slow ah. slow Billy Corgan here. Uh huh. There's a lot of shots in this trailer that are actually pretty impressive, and I know it's like cliche kind of, but like the old man like lighting the um the lantern in the middle of the rainstorm and then the lightning like illuminating th this like huge fucking dracula behind him that's 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 pretty I, I don't think i don't think it looks awful like i mean i i i think that trailers 
I actually think the trailer is probably not indicative of that movie, but I also think that movie could fall flat on its face halfway. Sure. Two, two thirds of the way through. Um, I do have a bonus trailer for you here. I don't Well, I'll, I'll see if you watched it yet. Have you watched, um, uh, the Perot, uh, a haunting in Venice trailer? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Kind of similar in like some ways, like more famous, but uh, to that Nandor photo idea, like of old timey paranormal investigation. Oh, I understand. Puro, yeah. You are up to something, my friend. I've seen a million of these so called psychics, each one a fake. I do not believe in psychics. There's some is good that... stuff in this. It is Spot Tina Fey, yeah. Detective, you are here to discredit me, but I can talk to the dead. I'd give all I have to hear my daughter's voice. If someone wants to be heard, we are here. Listening. Yeah, I really like the idea of detectives like investigating paranormal stuff, like real detectives. Somebody is dead. No one shall leave this place until I know who did it. A ghost killed her. There must be a rational answer for all of this. Just admit that you are up against something bigger than you. <laughs> Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it does. I'm not an Agatha Christie fan, but actually, that makes me finally like want to watch um, Rare on the Orient Express and stuff. Oh yeah, that one's good. And, yeah, you told me it was, and but <clears throat> I'm so kind of done with the Christie shit and concepts that <clears throat> I never watched it. But um, yeah, I'll go ahead and check it out, and because I'm really interested in that, I think it looks really nice. So overall, like you know, yeah, some good um, stuff. some some decent stuff that might be coming out. And uh, um, I think I think with as, as we get into more mainstream stuff, though, uh, next week, uh, uh. <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm maybe down. you'll surprise me. Maybe you'll surprise me. But, I'm gonna um, have a whole bunch of two B originals. I'm gonna blow you away <laughs> with my slate of two B originals. <laughs> We're just gonna have to like do like two like two B originals for the rest of the year. Like five months of two B originals. You're gonna watch so many. Um <clears throat> or episode eighty two will just be in like twenty three parts or something. <clears throat> All right. So next week to be original or five to be originals, maybe something. A and uh, <laughs> and then I will have Frank uh watch some more mainstream trailers rather than horror trailers. Uh to pair with this and then at some point i'm sure like there'll be some kind of like ridiculous like two hour long food chat or something so uh do you order subway this week frank hmm did we get subway yeah yes i don't remember what i got though i guess it was good i really enjoyed it 
Subway's not giving us money for that endorsement. I mean, it was delicious. Can't remember, can't remember what I got. It was delicious, though. I, I don't even remember when it was. It was... Look, I'm, my life is so much just like work, 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 and then blah. You it's... know. Work, it's... work, 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 Subway. Work, work, yeah, work. Yeah, blah. That's a, better, that's a better advertisement. Yeah. Right. This is all you can remember. And right. then it tasted delicious. Yes. I think I got the Italian BMT, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, that was it. I got the Italian BMT. Yeah. Yeah, it All was right. good. Good. All right. All right. We'll be back next week, everybody, with uh, a 2B original. Deuces. Uh